Ready to build better benefits that maximize employee wellness? Join Infirmary Health and Rx Benefits June 4th ASHRA webinar as they discuss actionable advice for developing pharmacy programs with your pharmacy resources, how to build internal and external partnerships that boost employee wellness, and what pharmacy trends could impact future benefit design for all HR leaders. Register today. To learn more about Rx Benefits, visit employers.rxbenefits.com or click the link in show notes. Asher listeners, welcome to another what is going to be awesome episode of the Asher podcast. We're still live here in Savannah, Georgia at the Asher Executive Summit. Co-host Luke Kerrigan with your other wonderful co-host, Bo Brabo. A uh, pleasure today to have somebody I actually know pretty well. We have Mike Garrett, who's the vice president of American Healthcare in Roanoke, Virginia, where if you uh, listen to the podcast, you know, I am also in Roanoke, Virginia. Mike and I actually met uh, We I was working on a staffing engagement with Mike. Gosh, it had to be like five years ago now. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was about five years ago. And we so we went on a tour. I got the tour is a fair word through about four different locations for American healthcare around the state of Virginia. Yes, we did. Got to know each other really well. Uh, Mike's a great guy. We enjoyed Chili's more than on more than one occasion together. Broke bread or chips together at Chili's. And uh, on this trip, I just got to notice that Mike is awesome at uh, anything employee relations wise. You, If you listen to him, you're going to hear him talk in a second about just win-win scenarios and always looking at what's, you know, best for the people around him and the company. Mike, I've been excited to have you on, man. So it's good to see you. It's good to be here. So I wanted to, to try something with you guys. So if I were to say, I've got sunshine on a cloudy day when it's cold outside, I've got the month of May. Well, I guess you say what can make me feel this way. Bo and Luke, Bo, Bo and Luke, Bo and Luke, and Luke talking about Bo, Bo and Luke. Bo and Luke. So, what we've done there... Well, go ahead. No, go. You go. That Take was it. amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> well... Good job. We talk about engagement. I think music is the universal language. So, the three of us have never sang together before. But I think if you go into a situation, and you could be introducing an attendance policy, or talking about anything company-related, people are going to sit there and they're going to wonder, okay, what's this all about? But if you take them off guard with surprising them a little bit with a song, just like I just did, automatically your faces were, yeah, yeah. you got a little bit more comfortable. And it's like there's a likability factor, like, well, maybe this guy's going to be okay. And that's what you can do to get people to to listen a little bit more about what I'm going to talk to you about. Because they're going, is he going to tell another, is he going to sing another song or tell a joke? Is it all going to be company related? Well, yeah, you got to get the company stuff in. But if I can tie something in that you like, that you enjoy, then I have a better chance that you're going to absorb it. Isn't that the truth? 100%. This is by far the best opening we've had on the Asher podcast. Without a doubt. Without Without a question. Yeah. Yeah. And unexpected. I caught me totally off guard, but in a very pleasant way. So are you using techniques like this? Yeah. Yeah. we well, I'll tell you what. Part of what I try to do every day, um, we have a resource center in Roanoke. And we have 16 facilities around the state, 
And the first person I usually see is our receptionist, Donna. Okay. And I like to seek out Donna because Donna, she, she takes the temperature of the organization. Sure. And if, as an example, I didn't see her maybe the evening before, she'll follow up and she'll say, hey, did you talk to that CNA? She was trying to get a hold of you. You were in a meeting, but this was really important. And she'll dog me a little bit, you know. Hmm. She, this was a big deal. You need to call her back or text her. And I can keep my, my hand on the pulse a little bit if someone has reached out through through Donna. And Donna was also in a band. And we'll test each other. And I may throw a couple of lyrics at her. And I'll say, hey, OJ's love train. You know, and we'll talk a little <laughs> yeah. bit about riding on the love train. And we'll talk a little bit about... Uh, heard it through the grapevine, you know, any kind of music we can connect with. Yeah. And that's usually how I start my day. That's the rhythm of the day. How's Donna doing? And then you can go around and say good morning to folks and see how they're doing. And then I usually have um, an overview that I did the week before. And the overview is what happened. It's like a diary, I guess. Sure. What happened last week and what's coming up this week. And I revisit last week. Is there any follow up? And then I have to hit my what's coming up this week. Yeah, but what a way to start the day. Right? Yeah, yeah, very positive, universal language, music for sure, hundred percent. Well, if we hit on a good song, you'll have other people join in, right? Automatic, just like you guys did with my girl. Yeah, yeah. we'll have people join in, and it's like ah, breath of fresh air. This is cool. Yep. It, it gets just starts the day on a positive note. Right? Ah, you like what I, I did I there? Like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of lets everybody know that, yes, it's work, but it doesn't have to be serious. You know, not all the time. We can have fun together. We can whistle while we work. Uh, and I bet that translates a lot to uh, the residents and the communities as well. We um, have a lot of residents, and um, their sweet spot tended to be like Elvis Presley. Yeah. So anytime you go to visit the residents, you're, you're going to come out ahead. If you know, wise men say only fools rush in. I can't help falling in love with you. And you see people that were maybe not engaged, they'll look up. And all of a sudden, they'll want to sing with you. You ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time. Yeah. And that's the, that's the, once again, the universal language that touches a, a part of their life that maybe they haven't heard that song in a long, long time. And it's just, a, it's a little thing you can do, but it makes their, their experience a lot of, a little special, you know? Absolutely it does. I've never had somebody do that anywhere where I worked, but it would be welcomed. Yeah, I think that's the key. Something special about engagement, something that makes it special. Um, whether it's music or, or something else that resonates well, um, whether it's with your patients, your staff, employees, your teams, whatever the case might be, just take making the effort to to find that something that will resonate and make it special. Uh, it sticks with them. It'll stick with you longer um, than just going in and sitting down for a company info brief. Yeah. Right. There's well, nothing to trigger you back to. What did they just talk about? <laughs> How do I remember that event? You know. Well, the reason you have to do it is, unfortunately, things are going to come to your doorstep that you don't like. You're going to have to do um, a final counseling with somebody. That sounds horrible, doesn't it? A final counseling. Or you're going to have to separate somebody, terminate them. Or we're dealing with a new pandemic. 
All yeah. of these things come to your doorstep, mm-hmm. and these aren't things you can evade and say, well, I'm going to kick that can down the road. This is, you know, I'm the vice president of human resources. I've got to come up with an answer. If I can cover those things and also inject fun and, and you know, a, a sigh of relief into some other uh, parts of your day, I'm going to try to do that. And you, you've got to balance it out because you yeah. can't sing all the time. Right. But on the other hand, if you are too far into the, the doldrums, you're not going to be effective and you're not going to rise and help each other to be the best you can be. Yeah, it's true. Although I do have one suggestion where you could do it in there is you could start it by going, it's a final counseling. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. And, and people probably smile at you. They probably share more information. You're more approachable. You're human. Well, I don't do that, but I, I do tell people I'm giving you a gift today. I know you don't. The last place you want to be is sitting across from the HR guy with counseling. But here's the gift. If I wanted to, if I really wanted to, I could just say, I'm going to let you get all of your occurrences. And one day someone's going to walk over and say, your, your employment has ended because you missed too many days. But we don't do that. We want to talk to you and give you a verbal and remind you gently that you need to come to work every day on time. If you're going to leave early, you need to tell somebody. If you're going to come back from lunch late, you need to tell somebody. Communicate with us. And that's why I'm communicating with you. And let's talk a little bit. You know, you, you have a trend of tardiness. Why are you tardy? Well, the, my cell phone, it, it didn't charge last night. Yeah. And that's my alarm. Well, let's talk a little bit about, have you ever purchased a wind-up alarm clock as a plan B? And you kind of give life lessons to folks that maybe just haven't considered that. Yeah. 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 And the other, the major thing is, believe it or not, if you disregard everything I say and you don't work for me and you have the same behavior at the other employer, somebody else is going to talk to you about it just like I did. Why don't you just stay with us and you don't have to go anywhere else? 100%. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Mike, in, in your experience, it is for both of you, because you've both been in the HR world, uh, a lot of HR years under your belt, how much of HR issues just boil down to plain old bad communication or lack of communication? Oh, well, I think um, that's a huge issue uh, between supervisors across the board and their people and not communicating um certainly not communicating expectations well right back and forth so i've always liked to to share with people in in any leadership position um not only are you when you sit down with your employee especially when they're new but you should do it during every every counseling session every performance management session that you have with people you're not only telling them what you expect of them but you should also share what they should expect of you like they need to be able to also know that that they have expect they can have expectations of you as a leader and what you're there to do for them, right? What your role is in their job and so forth. I always thought that was important because common to sit someone down and say, this is why, this is why being on time for work is important. This is what we expect of you. Right. But, and then they leave and the person never had an opportunity to hear from you what they can expect from you. Like if you show up to work every day on time, what you're going to get from me is, you know, I'm going, I'm going to say good morning to you every day. I'm going to see you every day. Sing to you. I'm going to high five you every day. Yeah. Right. I'm going to reward you. This is your, this is your path to 
a promotion down the road, like your career path. Like these are the things you'll expect from me if you're doing your part, right? Yep. Training, development, all those things, right? But it's it's communicating. Yeah, I agree. Um, if I talk to somebody about a no-call, no-show, they may read it in the handbook. You know, if I have two no-call, no-shows, it's automatic termination. So I don't want it to get to that second. But, but what the employee may look at, they may think, all right, you just wanted to find out if I'm coming to work tomorrow or not because you want, you want to fire me. And it's like, no. First thing is it's your well-being. Because it's, it's expected that if you've been working for us for a period of time, you're going to come to your 7 o'clock shift and you're going to work until 3 o'clock. If you don't show up at 7 and you're normally here, my mind goes to places like, oh, my goodness, I hope you, your family's okay. I hope you're not in a car accident. I hope you're okay. That's really what I want to find out. And if you don't answer my text, if you don't answer my phone calls, we really feel like, oh, my goodness, we're in distress. The last thing I want to do is let you go, and then I've got to post a job and find somebody else. It's in my best interest to keep you. It's in our best interest to talk about this. So let's find out, why did you not call us yesterday? Why did you not show up for work? See, that's a great way to communicate about it, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like in both sides do this, uh, the employee and the management side. I feel like people get stuck in their own head too much, you know? Because of lack of communication. And then they just start making up scenarios or, oh, they, they must be thinking this or they must be, they really have it out to get me, which isn't the case at all most of the time, right? Yeah. And it, it just, I love the way Mike put it is like, no, well, it's about your well being. I'm like genuinely <laughs> yeah. worried about you. And, and that's not always the first thought for, for a lot of leaders out there. I mean, I've had it happen. I've had it happen where you got an employee. They didn't come to work for like a couple of days and it was like a couple of days. They didn't show up before I learned about it. And, um, then the, the supervisors in your office saying, Hey, you need to, you need to terminate John. I'm like, why? You know, well, he hasn't showed up to work for two days. Okay. You called him. You tried to text him. You tried to reach out. Yeah. We've done all those things. I say, well, let's think about his well being. We don't know. Right. We, we obviously have no information. Yeah. There's this thing called a health and welfare check by the sheriff's department. Why don't we call the sheriff's department? Have them go to his house, do a health and welfare check, just to make sure that he's okay, right? That's first and foremost, right? Let's do that before we get into any decision-making on termination or what's the actual next step. Because we need to make sure, we need to demonstrate as leaders, and even if he's okay and he just didn't come to work for two days and he deserves maybe a termination, right? Because he's not interested anymore, whatever the case might be, then we'll learn that. But that's information we have to find out. Right. We can't just say, oh, well, yeah, let's take him off payroll. He's done. Send a letter in the mail. Like, what does that say about you as an organization? Especially in healthcare. Terrible. Right? Terrible. Terrible. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, yeah. so what, what was your first move after you didn't hear from them for two days? Oh, we terminated him. Did you know that he was in the hospital? <laughs> right? like, you know, yeah. Oh, oh, no, we didn't get we didn't catch that. Because he wasn't conscious and he couldn't call in. Right. So I think well-being, like Mike's saying, it's it's super important. Yeah. And conveying that to them. Hopefully it, hopefully it resonates and they feel that, that you really do care. Yep. It's like Dr. Premack said, right? Three things leaders have to do. It really boils down to three things. Demonstrate that you care about your people. Give them the resources they need to do their job. And then show them gratitude when they're doing their job well. Yes. Right? Care, 
resources, gratitude. Yes. But care, well-being, I think that 100% comes first. I agree. And I love these topics. Mike, thanks so much for starting off with singing. I've never had that happen. It was incredible. Sure. Uh, but then it, going on to communication, it just goes back into culture. And I don't know. We were talking about this last night. I don't know who said this, but uh, culture is not taught. It's only caught. And that's one of those things where you communicate. You do things like singing. That's unique. It's authentic. People are going to catch that, right? Now, I'm not sure who said that quote. It's probably Abraham Lincoln or something like that. Uh, but I really believe that, that it's something that if you can hit the nail on the head with that, you're like, okay, I have a culture of communicating. I have a culture of connecting with people, whether it's through song or something else. This is the X factor that gets organizations through really difficult times because the employees will just start doing stuff because it feels right. They don't really know why, right? They're like, well, no, at American Healthcare, we do it this way, and that's what feels right. It's an ambiguous situation. I don't know what the right answer is, but... I think the right answer is life is about building relationships. Yeah. And if I can build relationships with somebody on the floor that trusts me, there's somebody else that may not trust me, but they trust the person I built the relationship with, and that person may have been with the company for a long, long time. And if that person that doesn't know me and doesn't trust me listens to the other person and at least says, look, give him five minutes of your time to talk through things, then I've had that person's relationship help this person in my relationship with this person because maybe they were just intimidated about talking to somebody up front, going to the office, because we're not going to talk on the floor about these kind of sensitive situations. No. And going back to, to what Bo's talking about, where I may have a supervisor that says, look, the handbook says this, no call, no show, terminate. If I have a good relationship with that supervisor, I may be able to say, look, no, I'm not going to follow the handbook on this because I need to think about the well-being. Then I want to coach you as the supervisor. Think about is if this was on the news tomorrow and they said, okay, Mr. Garrett, what are the steps your company took to find out about uh, John Doe's well-being? And I said, well, we followed the handbook and we terminated. And then, of course, we found out that he was in the hospital. And, well, wait a minute, that just doesn't sound right at all. You want to be able to do the well check. You want to be able to say, I texted so many times. You want to be able to say, I talked to people that are close to him, that are friends at work. And they reached out. You want to be able to exhaust every opportunity you have to feel good about your your working relationship with your folks. Definitely a cascading effect, right? 100%. And every relationship that you build just builds upon the next. Yep. For sure. Great points. 100%. Mike, it's been, I, I can't even tell you how great it is to see you again, especially since uh, our time gallivanting. I think we yes, gallivanted sir. around yes. Virginia, <laughs> around the state. Uh, I can't wait to, have, we need to have you back on the show. It's just a breath of fresh air. Keep being you. Keep being authentic. You, uh, people need that. And I hope that, I hope you realize how. I don't want to word this. I hope you realize how many people you touch and get that gratitude back. Uh, Because even if people don't say it, I can help speak for them that I know they feel it. Thank you. Absolutely. Awesome, man. You want to take us home? Sure. I can do that. With a song? (laughs) You want to do it? No. You start us off. I'm so in love with you. Whatever you want to do is all right with me. And you make me feel so brand new. 
And I'll spend my life loving you. And then what you want to do is you say, let's, let's stay together. This is your retention part. Any kind of weather. You don't want to go to another company. You want to stay with us. Through the good and bad, happy and sad. So there you go. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, Mike. Astro Nation, you have been listening to the HR singing Mike Garrett, right? The one and only. The one and only. That's a wrap. Still listening? Save your seat for the upcoming June 4th ASHRA webinar with RX Benefits and Infirmary Health today. Questions for the speakers? Send them ahead of time to ashra.edu at ashra.org.